0: Welcome to the KLE podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Good morning and welcome to KLE. This morning, I just want to mention something that is really, we don't often look at Jesus' strategy from a leadership point of view, and what was his approach? What was his focus besides going to the cross? We, we focus on the cross, but we, we don't look at the practical implications of what he implemented, the principles and the strategies he implemented to get to the cross first off, and to prepare people to carry the message after the cross. So we need to understand his process and what he implemented because it has a significant bearing on our leadership and how we implement and the strategies that we carry out in our leadership. Now, in John chapter 5, verse 17 and 18 and 19, I just want to read quickly to you from the Amplified Version, but it says, Jesus answered them and said, My father has been working until now. He has never ceased working, and I too am working. Then in verse 18, this made the Jews more determined than ever to kill him. For not only was he breaking the Sabbath from their point of view, but he was also calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. So Jesus answered them, verse 19, by saying, I assure you, and most solemnly I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself, of his own accord, unless it is something he sees the father doing. For whatever things the father does, the son in his turn also does in the same way. And then verse 20 For the father dearly loves the son and shows him everything that he himself is doing. And the father will show him greater works than these so that you will be filled with wonder. We need to understand is that Jesus had two massive principles that he implemented. One was to introduce a culture of the kingdom. And the kingdom culture is a, cu- a culture of family, first and foremost. We can see that carrying right through into 1 John chapter 2 when the Apostle John addresses the church as, My dear children, I write to you children, fathers, and young men. He writes to the generations. We see that in, in previous um. Old Testament writings, where God is referred to as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the, the um, generational God. He deals in generations. He, he works with the children and the children's children. And that becomes an important focus. So we see Jesus right here carries that into, he doesn't come as a priest, he doesn't come as a prophet. He, he he was priestly, and of course he he is the high priest now. But he doesn't arrive. He is addressed, and he his insertion, his um. Uh, his uh, strategy of arriving on the earth is as a son but not just a son to an earthly father, a biological father because he didn't have a biological father but he to an earthly father but as a son to his heavenly father and that becomes very important because he calls God his own father, made the Jews mad. But because they had this distance and that they were the only mediators, but he makes everything in a culture of family. As a leader and as a believer, the two things that you're always representing is, um, well, the first thing is as the culture of family, inclusiveness, the rights, the the inheritance of a family. Because we also know from Romans chapter 8 that, <clears throat> we are have our heirs of god and joint heirs with jesus christ we are part of the family you understand he doesn't call us he doesn't call us sinners anymore when we are saved and make him the lord of our life he doesn't call us sinners anymore he doesn't call us pagans he doesn't call us heathens he calls us his family and then of course the culture goes on from there but it first starts with family our first rep- Responsibility as leaders is to, in fact, create a culture of family, a community that is family-oriented, generational, focused on raising the the children, raising the young men, and becoming moms and dads, or as spiritual mature fathers, as the Bible calls it, paiters, models, and mentors to the next generation. That's the first uh, focus. Jesus comes as a son, not as a pastor, not as a priest, not as a prophet. He did all of those things, but he was first a son. And now he gives us the power not to become ministers or to become pastors or prophets. All those things we do, but he gives us the power, the authority to become the sons of God. The second thing, of course, he introduced was team. (laughs) So uh, we've spoken about that. Two focuses of Jesus' strategy was, one, he begins to build a culture of family, and two, he immediately begins to build a team. How can you influence your world today by representing family? What can you do to to include people in a family orientation, in a family-mindedness? What can you do to begin building your team? You say, well, Sean, I'm not in leadership, so I don't have a team. I don't need a team. Yes, you do. Everybody needs a team. That team could be the people you're accountable to, the people that you're responsible for and with, people that you walk with, people that, that um, have an impact in your life, that speak into your life, that influence your life, that help you accomplish what you do. You know, we all need a team and we all need family. And those are the two things that every leader should introduce. All right. Thanks for being with me. Have a great day.